Listen to podcasts of Joe Walsh and Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on the AM560 mobile app. Download it today at 560theanswer.com slash mobile. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. And uh, you thought Medicare for all was good news, huh? How about when you twin it with a jobs guarantee? Now we're talking. The uh, esteemed Senators Gillibrand, Gillibrand, however you care, Cory Booker, Spartacus, and Comrade Bernie have come together to support jobs guarantee, which would require the federal government to provide work on demand to any American at a minimum of $12 an hour plus full benefits. <laughs> and then we're going to have unicorns and rainbows. The uh, plan's authors estimate the annual price tag of about half a trillion dollars, which uh, probably off by a factor of 10, but okay. You say trillion and my eyes glaze over, but go on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so think about that. Yeah, got your jobs guarantee. Mm -hmm. Then you get your Medicare for all. And basically, Democrats have cracked the code. The Democrat socialists have figured out that we can all live forever, carefree, on the backs of a few billionaires. I mean, that's the idea, isn't it? I mean, this is groundbreaking stuff. Uh, Hopefully, we'll frame the 2020 election because it's so important that uh, people get on board. Uh, We need more willing participants in their own soul-crushing demise. I believe that's the play. But for more on this and other leftist fairy tales, we're pleased to be joined by Grover Norquist, who's the president of Americans for Tax Reform. Grover, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm delighted to be with you. How about uh, Medicare for all? That's a good start, but you got to throw in the jobs guarantee, and now you're cooking with fire. Uh, that is very interesting. Look, if you're giving away free stuff that you're never, ever, ever going to give away, why not go along, right? I mean, to do Medicare, Medicare for all is about $32, $34 billion. That's Chump change. Left-wing organizations estimate. Um, since that's never happening, you know, they get you through an election, and then they'll announce that something. Uh, but then why not uh, guarantee jobs? Soviet Union did that, worked well, East Germany, you know, all the good stuff. Right. Well, who so do they if think you, is going to pay for this, we've got historical and successful examples, as Grover right. Norquist pointed out. Exactly. Thank you, Grover. Who was to know nothing? You said something about who's going to pay for this. Yes, that is. <laughs> yes, right. You're, you're a killjoy. You're not silly questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how about how, how, what, the Democrat control of the House, McConnell in the Senate? Uh, is this just a stalemate other than infrastructure spend and, and criminal justice reform or and we should just start having the debate about 2020 or are there real legislative matters to substantively address? Well, there are real legislative matters that you have to do something with. That's the budget uh, in terms of passing anything useful or productive. No, uh, the Democrats have had a strategy when they were trying to get back into power of not allowing anything useful to pass, particularly good things, because they, their position was the Republicans are stonewalling everything. Remember under, under uh, Obama and the Republicans brought up uh, criminal justice reform when Obama was president, and he killed it because 
He didn't want it to happen, and the Democrats wouldn't let it move. Why? Because you couldn't go into 2016 with the Republicans having led on an issue the Democrats sort of claim as their zone. Uh, therefore, you, you had to kill it, you had, and they did. I still think the Democrats may kill this criminal justice reform. I certainly hope not. I think it is a good start on criminal justice reform. Uh, we have a whole bunch more to do, uh, but this would be useful and helpful. Um, I think it's 50-50 that the Democrats say, no, we don't want to do anything that makes Trump look reasonable. And if you vote against everything reasonable and stop it, because you now have the House, you can then say, Trump does not pass anything reasonable, because you ensured it. Uh, Look, the Senate will do judges. Flake says he doesn't want to help on judges. He's doubling down on being... He wants to protect Mueller. uh, Unhelpful. Right. Well, I mean, here's the thing. No, no, it's not. It's to get the New York Times to love it. It has nothing to do with Mueller. (laughs) Well, that's Um, true. Is he going to get increase his speaking fees? Yeah, well, there you go. Now, uh, the the other thing about criminal justice for the timing of this, it uh, couldn't be better for Michael Avenatti. So maybe oh. that'll help provide a glide path oh. for. Thank you very much. Too soon. Oh, thank you. Well, gosh. I know that thank Jared you. Kushner, Kish, as we call him, he was you know instrumental in this criminal justice reform. What is it about it? What are some aspects about it that you like that you think are good? Sure. Look, it is part of a larger program. Um, our criminal justice system. We haven't really paid a lot of attention to it. Uh, conservatives have not focused on it that much. We sort of assumed, like the military, that people were taking care of it. That's one of the things government's supposed to do. Um, it, it goes in and it asks, how many people do we need to have in prison for how long to keep crime down? Our goal is to minimize crime. Mm-hmm. When people are in prison, if they're learning a skill, if they're working, if they're not just sort of hanging out, um, can, can we say to somebody, if you take life skills, in effect, courses, and keep your nose clean, and not just have good behavior, but are actually out there showing that you're getting ready to be out, we can reduce your sentence. So there's an incentive for you to not read comic books all day, um, but to, to, to learn to read, to be proficient in English. Stan Lee just died, job. Grover. I mean, Stan Lee just died, and you're just in comic books. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That, Comic, look, I'm a big fan of comic books, right, but you have good. to read other stuff as well. There's <laughs> okay. uh, not a job available until the Democrats take over and do this guaranteed job for everybody of reading comic books. It's not yet a paid profession. Uh, uh, me, someday, perhaps. Yeah, I want to get so, your... Anyway, uh, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. We want people not to come back to prison. Right. We want people not to come back to prison. We want people to have jobs, to get back into their communities. And, you know, when you've got a 70-year-old bank robber how much good does it do to keep him in jail for another five years? So, so there's some questions about how long you keep people in prison for. Mm-hmm. If somebody's being rehabilitated and is going to go out and work, let's make that possible. Um, it's a step in the right direction, but there's a lot more to be done. Um, we need mens rea, which means for all those 600,000 regulations that Democrats and the bureaucrats have passed. If you don't know something's illegal because it's one of 600,000 regulations, and I know I've only read about two-thirds of them, um, you, know, you can go to jail for something you had no idea was a crime because it was some rule somewhere. Mens rea says you have to have a guilty conscience. You have to know you were doing something wrong, um, and it can't just be some filling out paperwork wrong. Right. So that's something that needs to be fixed, uh, as well as civil asset forfeiture. The government shouldn't be able to steal your car because they think you might be selling drugs and if they never charge you or convict you, they still keep your car in some cases. You can sue, but the lawyer costs more than the car. 
What's your uh, view on uh, the uh, uh, mercantilism practice at the state level to uh, attract an HQ2 and an HQ2 and a half that uh, were announced uh, to be located in Queens and Crystal City? Uh, what, um, what do you think about uh, the competition to throw billions of dollars at uh, a company with uh, an $800, million, uh, $800 billion excuse me, market cap? It's what loser states do. Winner states like Texas and Florida and Tennessee don't have to give special advantages because they say we don't have an income tax and we keep low taxes. And why don't you come here? And our tax policy is good for people who live here, not just for companies who show up late in the day. But if you're from uh, New York or Illinois uh, or some other states, you've got taxes so high on businesses, you're not willing to reduce them on the people who live here until they leave and then they go to zero. Uh, and so you get special breaks for high-profile companies to move to your state, and you get the photo op. Wow. I bring jobs to the state. 5,000 jobs. 5,000 jobs can disappear in a state, and you never see it because they, it takes place in you know, hundreds of small companies that shrink, uh, but no photo op on that. So it's a mistake. It, ought, it, it is not the correct strategy over time. But look, if you have misgoverned your state for so long that this is the only way you can pretend to be creating jobs, I understand why Democratic politicians do it, and some Republicans. He is Grover Norquist, president of Americans for Tax Reform. Grover, thanks as always for being with us. Appreciate it. Good to be with you. Take care. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. The more you listen, the more you listen, the more you'll know. This is Chicago's Morning Answer. Morning Answer. On AM 560, The Answer. I'm